Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Your Double Dose of Dabria. And today is a very special episode. I am doing a Valentine's Day special drop, and I am very excited to get into today's topic. And one of the reasons that I am passionate about doing today's episode is because pretty regularly while I was maintaining a blog, I would release a blog post uh, on the day of or around the time of Valentine's Day. And it's very cool to go back and to read in my own words my different state of being and where I was at. And I actually have a very unique story to tell because I was looking back and I was taking count on the last couple of years. And do you guys know what I discovered? Five years ago, I was single during Valentine's Day. The next year I was dating. The next year after that, I was engaged during Valentine's. The next year after that, I was married. And this year, 2022, I am a divorced woman. So this is something that I feel like I can speak to from a very unique perspective. And I'm just very excited because personally, I love Valentine's Day. Now, I'm going to acknowledge two things. One is that I know this season is a season that can be hard for a lot of people. Of course, we see all of the lovers and the the chocolates and cards and everything that's designed to express your love for usually it's a significant other. But it's a big season about love. And a lot of us associate love with a significant other and a partner and a girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, and all of that. The second thing I want to say is I've personally not struggled as much around this season only because I've had the beautiful experience growing up of having parents who created Valentine's Day as a very family-oriented holiday. So while a lot of people associated growing up Valentine's Day with with crushes, I actually was very blessed to have the experience of my parents always making my siblings and I feel very loved on Valentine's. We would wake up to a surprise stuffy um, at the breakfast table and a card from mom and dad. And then, of course, my siblings and I would exchange Valentine's cards that we had created for each other. So I have a lot of very warm and beautiful memories surrounding this holiday and it's actually my favorite we have red and pink as its primary colors and anyone who knows me knows that pink is my absolute favorite color and so it's just a season of mostly happiness for me I look around and I just love how it's overflowing with love and so I felt like because of my situation in life now and recently being divorced, how cool is it that I can speak from so many different perspectives on these last few years of going through so many different seasons of life and going through and passing through the season of Valentine's. So as I mentioned before, I was rereading some of my old blog posts and I thought how cool would it be if this year... I do a podcast episode and I kind of compile some of the different experiences, 
Bible verses and topics that I covered in these past blog posts. And so today you're going to get a double dose of Dabria and Dabria's blog because blogging has been something that's been really passionate in my life. And I recently decided to go the route of having a podcast instead of maintaining a blog for now. Who knows what this future may hold. Um, But I do have all of my old blogs saved and sometimes I reread it and it's so cool to see the digital journal that I held. So I was rereading and going back and I found a blog post titled, When Singleness Comes to Bite You, aka The Valentine's Blues. And so, like I said, most of the time I haven't really felt um, very vividly how single I am around this time of year, but there was one year and that was 2017. And I was, I was feeling a little bit lonely. And so today we're just going to cover some different aspects um, that sometimes, different subjects that sometimes gets raised around this season. And so with this um, Valentine's Blues blog post, I was rereading it and I really saw how something that God had impressed on my heart during that season was contentment. And not just contentment as in um, sitting at home and doing nothing, um, but you know, having that time to really grow in who you are and what your goals are in life and where your relationship with God is. And it's interesting now in this new season of life that I'm currently in, how true this lesson is. Because this season comes around and honestly, it is so easy to play the comparison game. It is so easy to see all of the cute couples on my Instagram feed. It is so easy to feel um, sad as I walk through the pink and red colored aisles of gifts and cute stuffies and to feel that game of comparison begin to rise up within you. You know, you think to yourself, well, last year I had this or, you know, I'm so sad because this year my friends are all celebrating with their significant other, but I'm not in that season of life. And so I find it really interesting, something that I wrote in my blog. I'm going to read it to you guys. This is something I wrote in 2017. And yet, it holds so true for this current season of life, and maybe you guys can relate to it. So I said, I found that in my own life, it's the moments when I've let go of my own expectations of what I thought my life should look like, or where it should be, or how fast it should get there. And instead, I've given it over to God. That's when doors were opened for great things to happen in my life, some of them beyond my wildest dreams. So let this Valentine's Day season, let's choose the mindset we approach it with. And I just really like that. I was really relating to how true this is a few years later. Now, you listening right now, you may be single, you may be dating, you may be engaged, you may be married, you may be divorced. But no matter what season of life you are in, How we choose to approach it is what makes it what it is. And I just feel it is so important, regardless of our relationship status, to choose contentment. And this is something that you really have to work on. You have to create um, intentional moments of being content, you know, and I myself have struggled with this in the past years and even when 
I was in a relationship. That's another thing that I really want to talk about. I think there is this huge misconception that if you are in a relationship, you are happy. Or if you are in a relationship, then you don't have to deal with some of the issues that you had to deal with when you were single. Now, of course, it is a beautiful thing to be in a God-honoring relationship. It is a character-building Um, life-altering experience. And it is beautiful when you are in a relationship that honors God and honors each other. It is beautiful. But there is, I believe, even from my own experience going into a relationship and going into marriage, there were certain things that I thought, well, when I get married or just I'm in a committed relationship, I don't have to deal with those certain things. Example, loneliness. But you know, Something that I've learned is that you can be lonely no matter what your relationship status. In fact, some of the moments in my own marriage, I felt even lonelier than when I was on my own. And so I think this is something that we really need to talk about more. We really need to talk about it with our children and our youth and our dating uh, fellow adults that when you enter into a relationship with someone, it doesn't automatically fix any soul or heart issues you have. If you are not content with yourself or with your life or with your relationship with God, or if you feel unhappy and you feel like you are missing something, getting into a relationship does not automatically fix that. In fact, as time goes on, you will see even more so that it becomes an even bigger issue. So, Moving on from this topic, I just wanted to touch on that briefly. I really want to talk about the opposite end of the spectrum. And instead of being content with your singleness, I want to talk about those who truly desire to be in a relationship but have gone through deep hurt. So this brings me to my July 4th, 2017 blog post that I wrote titled, love like you've never been hurt. And this is something that I felt very passionately on for a long time because I, if you guys listened to my previous podcast on community, I detailed some of the deep hurt that I went through and my family went through uh, in being rejected from our longtime church. So when you have constantly given of yourself into relationships or into friendships and you have been hurt or rejected or your trust has been broken, it is a struggle. I remember I used to get to a certain level with people and then I would have a breakdown because of the fear that it was going to end the same way as previous relationships or or, um, circumstances had. I remember like that deep trust issue that I had to cry out to God and work on that healing inside. And I remember I've had beautiful ministering experiences that have redeemed that brokenness. But it is a real thing to deal with the pain that comes when you open up your heart to people. It can hurt you so deeply, and yet we are called to walk in a manner worthy of the calling which we have been called with humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, as Ephesians 4 verse 2 says, well, verse 1 and 2. And so I have gone through so many different seasons of my life and so many different experiences of growth, transition, 
love and rejection. And I can tell you guys uh, without a doubt that love is worth it. We're supposed to live like there's no fear. Perfect love drives out fear. And honestly, as 1 John 4, 18 and 19 says, there's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear for fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. Now, something that I have gone through in my own life is this experience of being hurt, um, having trust broken, giving your love, having it be unreturned, and being faced with that choice on do I continue to give of myself with this potential to be so badly hurt in return? I mean, even my past experience over the summer with my marriage coming to an end I was faced with this decision, do I continue to open myself up to people, knowing that my trust and my love for them can be so badly misused that I can come away from a situation and experiences that I never, ever could have prepared myself for or would have dreamed would be a part of my life. And I have to tell you guys, yes, it is worth the risk. Jesus loved us so much that he died on the cross for us. And I, you look at scriptures and you look at Jesus's experiences and Jesus was mocked and he was ridiculed and he was misunderstood. And yet he never stopped reaching for the people around us. He never stopped um, putting his hands on the sick. He never stopped fellowshipping with his disciples. He never stopped praying despite the many times that he was so misunderstood and he had people who didn't understand his mission and he had people who mocked him. And despite all of this, he still loved. And we are called to be like Christ, imitators of Christ. And so I have to say that if you are coming into this season of Valentine's and you have been asking yourself if it is even worth it to put yourself out there again because you have been so badly hurt, let me tell you, yes, it is worth it. Uh, Again, in my previous podcast talking about community, I have had beautiful ministering experiences with community and with friends, but I have also experienced the opposite end of that. And I have had long-term friendships come to an end abruptly. I have had my trust broken. I have had my marriage come to an end. And it has been stunning and it has been broken and it has been ugly and it has been hurtful. And yet the reward that we get from being in companionship with fellow believers is so worth it. And even in the context of romantic relationships, something that I really, really felt in my heart after my marriage came to an end was that I did not want to take any of that brokenness or uh, broken trust or fear into whatever next relationship I enter into. I did not want to constantly have it in the front of my head, this fear that my next relationship would shock me in the same way. And so it's something that we have to give to God. If you are listening to this and you have been broken and you have been hurt and your trust has been misplaced or misused, I want you to know that God sees your heart. He sees your tears. He is with you in the dark night when you are crying and you feel 
you feel broken. I've been there, guys. These last few months, I've been there where I have just felt lonely and I have felt hurt. And I've I told God, God, I feel broken. And while the people around me have been beautiful in their caring for me and their support of me, they are not the end all and be all. They are not perfect. And so regardless of the people you have around you, you do have to know in your heart and you have to settle this with yourself that only Jesus truly satisfies. Jesus redeems, Jesus restores. We have to learn how to find joy in our lives, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the people around us, but we still have to put ourselves out there to love one another. It is a beautiful and messy balance to truly find contentment within yourselves, within Jesus, but also have a healthy balance of community. But the more that we delve deeper into the Word of God, the more that we spend time with our community, the more that we are vulnerable with the people around us, the more that these pathways began to open up. And so I'm really, really excited to see what the next season of life brings. But honestly, I'm feeling very similar to the the post that I wrote in 2018. And now the title of this blog post was Happy Valentine's from this happy single gal. And this was quite a difference from the previous year's post because in this post, I talk about the importance of being alone. And again, we are made to be part of relationships and involved in community and it's integral to work and to dwell with one another in unity and in love. Human relationships are healthy and beneficial and necessary. But there is a difference between being isolated and being alone. You know, being alone, it's important to be able to be content and aware with who you are, being open with your own heart in your life with where you struggle and having the openness to work through that. Because here's the thing, we talk often about community and being vulnerable with community, but it is even harder to be truly open and vulnerable with yourself. And I'm sure a lot of you guys uh, this time of year are either enjoying your partner or you are wishing that you had a partner. And the world places a lot of emphasis on finding our soulmate. You know, when we find our soulmate, we'll be happy and content and valued and we'll feel fulfilled because we now have that person that we can lean on and go to for affirmation and, of course, to kiss and snuggle with and all of those wonderful things that make up a healthy relationship. But here's the thing. No person can truly fulfill you because that was not what we were created for, right? We were not made to complete another person. Jesus is that only fulfillment. And we need to stop relying on other people to tell us who we are. We need to make sure that when we are going into a relationship, that we are firm and steadfast in our identity in Christ. Because speaking from my own experience, marriage does not fulfill you. It is a beautiful example and opportunity for us to be disciples of Christ, to sacrifice, to come from a place of love, to work on communication. It is beautiful, but it does not, and it was not ever made to completely fill you. That is where we have to go to Jesus for. 
And being honest with you guys, there are days that I struggle with this. I do feel lonely sometimes, especially going from a place where I was married and I had this person that I thought was going to be my best friend, always there for me to do life with, to talk with, to try to understand me, to go from that to that is not there anymore. There is a part of my heart that feels lonely. It's inevitable. Um, I sometimes just feel lonely for having someone who deeply understands me. And then I remember that Jesus fully understands me. And it is such a beautiful thing to know that no matter um, my emotional state, no matter if I feel like I've messed up, no matter if I am angry or if I've been selfish or if I have had a really great week or a really horrible week, that I have Jesus who loves me unconditionally, who covers me with his grace. But we have to learn to be transparent with ourselves and have the courage to be vulnerable with others and maintain that honesty. It is, it is vital. You know, as a daughter of the king, I, I want to dedicate my life to speaking the truth in love and, and to live and, and love and walk in my life with Jesus. You know, that is, that is something that is very passionate about. And in that, we have to maintain honesty about where we're at. This year, this Valentine's Day, this season, it doesn't feel very hard to me because I have mostly chosen to cultivate an attitude of thankfulness. There are a lot of beautiful things that Jesus has done in my life these past six months. There are a lot of grace-filled provisions that have come up. There are a lot of wonderful friendships that never would have been cultivated to the same depth if I had not gone through what I went through. There is an opportunity for God to use this experience that I went through and the hurt and the healing as a beautiful testimony. We also just have to be honest. We have to be honest about whether you are struggling or whether you are doing good. And right now, I would like you to just take a moment. And if this is a season that is hard for you, I just want you to search in your heart as to why it is. Are you lonely? Do you have dreams that you feel like they haven't come true in the timing you've wanted it? Perhaps you deeply, deeply desire um, a partner or a spouse to do this life with. Perhaps you are in the situation where you are with a partner and you feel unfulfilled or unlistened to. Perhaps you are single and you are feeling great about it. Wherever your heart is, know that Jesus sees it. There is nothing that we can cover up that Jesus doesn't see, that Jesus doesn't know. But I just want to encourage you guys that life is a beautiful, messy thing. These past five years, as I have gone from being single to dating, to engaged, to married, to divorced, I have seen God's grace in abundance. I have seen darkness and I have seen the light come bursting through. I have felt broken and I have had the beautiful experience of having God's healing hand touch my heart. I have had my trust abused and broken. And I've also seen God's beautiful redemption. And I just want you guys to know that no matter what season of life you are in, whether you feel great about it, whether you feel great going into these coming months, or whether you just feel depleted, know that there is such beautiful hope. 
Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Isaiah 40, 31 also says, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I want to encourage you, no matter what season of life you are in, Galatians 6, 8 holds a powerful truth. It says, Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Now, in different seasons of life, it is so easy to do things the way of the flesh. It is so easy to react in anger and bitterness. It is so easy to um, feel jealous, and it is so easy to do things that way. But we want to sow to please the Spirit because I don't know about you guys, but I certainly want to reap eternal life, and I want to see the kingdom of God shine so brightly here on this earth But that means that we have to have the discipline to continue to abide within God's word. So this goes so much deeper than just our relationship status this time of the year. And I know that I'm kind of going into a little bit of the the meaty aspect of living for Christ, but I can't help it. The more I do life, the more I see that I have to do things God's way, the more I see that it is so much better to place my hope in things above. It is the only way I can do this life because you know what? People fail. Things on this earth will pass away. But oh my goodness, the truth of God's word remains forever. And that's what I want to put my time and my energy into. That's not to say that relationships or um, whether you are single or not don't matter to God. They certainly do. Jesus sees every part of your life and every part of your heart and your desires and where you're at and what season of life you're in, and they matter to him. But I just want you guys to be encouraged that your relationship status this time of the year is not something to feel shame or guilt or jealousy over, okay? Right now, if there are lies from the enemy that have spoken to you about your worth or your value or you have felt hopeless or despair because of this season of life, I want you to say, God, this season is yours because God can do so many beautiful things. He can redeem so many beautiful things. Trust me, I'm seeing this in my own life. Okay, there have been so many redemptions and God is not done with that yet. So this Valentine's season... I am going to lean in to a deep love, a love that doesn't fail. And I don't know where I'm going to be this time next year. I don't know what my relationship status will be. Honestly, I'm truly learning to find contentment in this season. But wherever you guys are, I pray that God speaks to your heart and that this is a beautiful season of going deeper with him regardless of your relationship status. And this is my challenge to you. Regardless of your relationship status, I challenge you to be intentional. Whether you are single, dating, engaged, married, or anything else, I challenge you to be intentional. Intentional in your relationshiping with others, relationshiping with your partner, and relationshiping with Jesus. 
As 1 Corinthians 13 says, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. We need to cultivate this kind of love in our lives deeply for everyone, for everyone we meet, for the strangers we meet, more than ever, we need that kind of love. And for those of you who are in a season of singleness, I want to encourage you, do not settle because you think it's the best you're going to get. You need to find your non-negotiables, you need to stick to them, and you need to have a few close people who will hold you accountable. I've had an amazing, amazing example in my own father of the kind of love and respect and honor that a man should treat his his wife and his family with. And that is the standard that I hold any future man to. And for myself, I want to hold myself to the kind of standard of the kind of woman and friend that I want to see in others. That's what I have to give to others. So I just encourage you guys, wherever you are, be intentional in this season. It is a blessing. God can use what the enemy meant for evil and he can make it so beautiful. He can redeem it for so much good. If you are single, enjoy this season. Do things in it that you know is for this season. There is a blessing to it. If you are married, be intentional with your spouse. You know, there's so much more that I could say on this, but I'm running out of time. But it's just something I'm very passionate about that no matter your season, God is doing a great work. God's got you. So just go to him in prayer and enjoy the season you're at. If you are in a season that you feel depleted or broken, give that to God. Find your community. And I just want to encourage you that you are so loved, that God's got a beautiful plan for you. God's got a beautiful plan for me. My constant anthem has been God's got this, and I believe it more than ever. So I honestly, I can't wait to see what Valentine's 2023 will look like. But for now, this has been your double dose of Dabria signing out and wishing all of you guys a very happy Valentine's Day. I love you guys, and Jesus does too. Bye. Thanks for listening to your double dose of Dabria. Be sure to follow us so you can be notified when the next episode drops. 